I'm done. You ready? Y'all ready? Yeah, ready? No, All right, no. here we go. <laughs> Y'all are <trying> out. <laughs> Kings and queens, what's going on? It's your girl Kayla, and welcome to another episode of Kicking It with Kay. Of course, your favorite life coach here. And y'all, I am so excited because I have my friends in the building joining me for the conversation for today. So, friends, what about your friends? Uh, 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 uh. What about your friends? Alright, so listen, <laughs> y'all are dancing. Come on with the dance, the African dance. Alright, so y'all introduce yourselves, let the people know who you are. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Really? Why y'all acting so shy? Y'all are not shy. Hello everybody, it's your girl, Brianna, and I am so, so excited. Woo-woo. Hey everyone, my name is Jordan and I'm glad to be here. Come on, Jordan. Hi, I'm Javante. Javante, are you excited to be here? Um, I'm, I'm excited to just be in the name. Right, she's Never smiling really like is. real hard. Cheat to cheat. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 She said cheat to cheat. It's all good. So, listen, I'm so glad that y'all are joining me for this conversation today. And so, since we are like a very diverse group of friends, we have the, I would call her the mother of the group. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you, <laughs> Brie, you are like the mother of the group because. Yeah, and you work with kids too, so she be trying to put us in our place, y'all. And then we have Jordan. You would be like the the daddy. Excuse me. You yeah. You are definitely like the daddy, the uncle, the big brother of the group. Like legit. What? You you get a three on one. Uncle daddy. Uncle daddy. Yeah, he's the uncle daddy. And then. Not Big Papa. Okay. I love it when you call me Big Papa. Please continue. I'm done. And then we have the niece of the group. We call her niece. Because <laughs> she's like the she's like the little sister for the most part. And then you have me. You the baby in the group. Definitely spoiled. Definitely get what you want. She's that wild not, auntie that comes to the cookout. Oh, not the wild the auntie. The wild auntie. The wild auntie. Why I gotta be the wild auntie? Because you're the one that come and nobody expects you to come. Oh, wow. Yes. <laughs> the one that show up late and leave early. Mm-hmm. With five plates. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow. Okay, I was gonna say I'm the Beyonce of the group, but anywho. She, she wild. She don't work. She's Beyonce. Because you know she's gonna show up late. Just, mm-hmm. All right, then. To the left, to the left. I just came to say, <laughs> hey. I'm sorry. Wow. Coffee All right. So with me and my five plates then, um, so I simply want to talk today, y'all. So y'all know I've been on this whole life coaching thing, getting that really started. Um, I want to talk today about like, how are you guys balancing being in this pandemic outside is not open up and still working because we are grown we all got job jobs so like how is that working for you all so like okay as you talk like let the people know like what you do as far as like your profession and how is the pandemic affecting you during this time ladies first Uh, i would say well i'm a teacher so 
it's different being in the building with your kids and then one minute you gotta be away from them. Now we gotta go back and readjust and get them adjusted again. True. So it's kinda it's hard. Mm-hmm. Cause parents won't cooperate. Mm-hmm. The kids won't cooperate. True. But it's it's just trying to keep that balance and you know, hey, let them know we're still in school. Mm-hmm. Um, you still gonna get graded. Mm-hmm. You still being watched. We can still fuss at you. We just gonna be at home doing it. Mm-hmm. So that's the hardest thing for me is that. Balance thing. So like even in that, are the kids like really taking their work serious? Like uh, is it like I'm gonna give you this homework and <laughs> I need you to do it and turn it in? Are they turning in their homework? Uh mm-hmm. no. We may have like two or three turning their work. And then some days we have nineteen kids. Some days we may have thirteen get on, mm-hmm. may have eight. May have six, may have ten. Then when you call the parents, they be like, "Oh, we had internet issues. Oh, we woke up late. Oh, she just didn't feel like getting on. Oh, I'm sorry, we had this, this, and that." They have all the excuses. Oh my goodness! Like all the excuses. And so, like, well, there's nothing y'all can like really do about it, right? Or only thing we can do is tell the counselor, and the counselor will call. The parent and they handle it from there. But now, to starting tomorrow, is a law that comes in place now where the kids have to be in school, Ooh. whether they are virtual or face to face. What happens so, if they're not? The parent will get a letter. They can't miss 10 days. Gotcha. So the parent will get a letter. If that parent fails to do what they're supposed to do, they're gonna get a fine. They're going to jail. Okay, it's like old school, school. Yeah. Okay. So is this gonna be like? Is this just for the county, or is this like? Oh, this big county. I don't know about everybody else. Oh. <laughs> yeah. This it starts tomorrow. Like wow. Tomorrow. If your child signed up to be face to face, they have to be in the building tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If they sign up to be RLO, they have to be on tomorrow with their camera on. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they are not playing anymore. Oh my God. But that's enough about me and my school. Somebody. Okay. So basically, I transitioned to another job in the middle of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I went from, I actually work in, I work at a bank. And I went from working as a teller to a call center agent. Okay. So come on, call basically, girl. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm I right. had to throw that in there because I used to work at a call center too. So I was a call girl in my day as well. So you would call girl seats. Listen, <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about that. But go ahead. <laughs> so um, basically, the transitioning through a pandemic. When I was working as a teller, mm-hmm. we did shut down um, the inside of the branch for at least like two months mm. and we would drive through only mind you I work at I was working at the busiest branch yeah that is true in that area and our drive through was packed all the way out to the street every day every day mm. 
And we went from doing that. When we opened back up, they were like, oh, don't tell nobody we open. Um, we like, gotta come get these coins. I'm like, hold on now. So mind you, see, it's a whole bunch of people in drive through, and we used to have like we had like eleven spaces in the front, mm-hmm. but instead of people being side by side, you can only fit. It's like every other seat you can only sit in, so you can only have four people up front, three people in the drive through. Gotcha. So, mind you, they trying to figure out how we supposed to work during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Either we coming in late or we come, either we coming in from like 8, 15 to 1 and then we leaving in the second half come in at like 1230. Mm-hmm. So, it's, 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 it was a stressful and interesting situation. I felt like it was more stress when we were closed mm-hmm. than when we were open. Mm-hmm. And then the fact of you dealing with that, you have to deal with your home life. Mm-hmm. And then you cooped up at work with the same people every day. Mm-hmm. Mind you, we really not interacting with people unless you're doing a job. Mm-hmm. Then you go home, you cooped up with the same people all day. Mm-hmm. You don't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. You can't go out. You can't go hang with your friends. You can't stores close at a certain time. Mm-hmm. You gotta be in the house. You can't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. It's depressing. It yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. depressing, yeah, and it makes you feel like you just don't want to deal. Mm-hmm. And going from that to us starting to reopen, and then now you're readjusting to having to wear a mask every day, mm-hmm. having to um having to make sure you protect yourself at all times around people. Now you get to the point you don't you, you gonna open the club back up. You don't wanna go out. Right. You scared True. you gonna get sick. True. So anyway, but going back to like job period I end up getting a new job in September. And once I started my new job in September, how they work up there, you know, you have your own space, you have your own cubicle. Mm-hmm. Mind you, they have like 30-something people that work mm-hmm. up there. So you have people that work up there, but then you got a lot of folks that work from home. True, mm-hmm. yeah. So they, had, they were testing the feature out already, mm-hmm. but now when the pandemic hit, they had no choice. Yeah. Now, but now it's getting to a point where they're trying to send people home indefinitely. Mm. <clears throat> and that's what permanently. And that's what they're working on right now. As long as you keep your, your numbers up and your stats up, you can stay home. Mm. That's interesting. So now so the fact that they're moving that they're transitioning from being a you know you're an inbound call center. And having people actually be in the office all day, mm-hmm. you're having people that actually working from home. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, these like Bank of America, Walls, Wells Fargo, all these different companies, they've been doing that. Yeah, that's true. So they had the technology to just transfer over. When you work for a credit union, they don't do all that. Mm-hmm. They don't do it until they have to do it. Mm-hmm. Because that means you got to pay for equipment. You got to spend money. You don't want to spend no money if you ain't got to spend no money. 
Nick you think Trump. you think working for a school or working for you know like the board or working you know for a church or anybody you think they stingy or work at the bank they real stingy. <laughs> the Bible tell us to be ready. So the the union, right. the credit union was ready. Right. right. We gonna talk more about that. Jordan, go ahead and tell the people about you what you uh, do. I am a minister of congregational care at Macedonia Church. This pandemic madness has been... Push pause. Uh-oh, put you on the head now. <laughs> this is Dr. Oh, jeez. <laughs> this is the Dr. J.D. J.D. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just had to say that because oh, I call you Dr. JD. This is going to be the bishop. Oh, geez. Come on, Reverend. Done. Tell the people. I work at the church <laughs> and uh, the pandemic kind of hit us for a loop. Thankfully, we had a lot of online services prepared, but with us being an older church, we had to get the congregation that prepared for virtual uh, services and virtual meetings and everything else. So for the first six months... I was mainly training seniors on how to use conference calls, Zoom, understanding streaming, setting up Facebook pages, setting up, mm-hmm. make sure how to get into the, uh, the church website so they can see the streaming, uh, how to use our uh, software so they know how to get from online to keep, you know, uh, face-to-face interactions limited. So it was an interesting six months of just trying to get people to a new normal. Yeah. And uh, after we got towards the Christmas season... Uh, we actually had our first scare in office of someone possibly having uh, the virus. And then it actually came into my home. Mm. And so I had to maneuver a different way around my house as my aunt had uh, the virus. But also we had a whole portion of our ministry who had the virus. Oh, yeah. And so we had, to, we had to do things a little differently for a couple of weeks to everyone Got their strength back and uh, felt better. It was interesting. It was tiresome. Um, You know, at first, personally, I was on edge all the time because, you know, you can't see this until it's already there. And so it was something that put me on edge a lot. If if I because I'm a person if I get hot I start coughing I had to remember I'm hot and I don't have cold right <laughs> and so because everything just kind of made you think oh I'm mm-hmm. hot. no little scratching what's going on like oh wait no yeah. I'm hot I'm hot I'm you good. only get two coughs that's all you get <laughs> that's all you get I that and, and so it was it was an interesting transition it took a while to get used to it um, and even now with the vaccine being a thing um, and then we're hearing the variants and so trying to minister to two people through this has been an interesting thing. I bet it has been. So, like, okay, so for all my Kicking It With K listeners, I told you guys from the jump I wear many hats. So another one of my hat that I will reveal that I wear is that I work for a church as well um, in the area. And so being that me and Dr. JD both work for churches, I think our experience has been very different um, as it relates to this pandemic and like um, getting ready. So like, Jordan, your church is... um, more of like an older church. Oh, so period. you got all the grandmas, the deacons, and the motherboard mm-hmm. at your church as versus like the church that I attend. Mm-hmm. It's more, it's very diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's 
got that that innovation piece um that's something that we always like talk about so it was kind of like when the pandemic came Mm -hmm. it didn't really hit us by surprise because Mm -hmm. some of the stuff that we're doing now in the pandemic like um streaming live on facebook or youtube or like from the website we was already doing that Uh so it was just like we was kind of prepared unlike the credit unions (laughs) that's not <laughs> but it's just like you know it it's amazing how you know just to see like how everybody just had to get prepared yeah. and how some people just like wasn't prepared and how it happened mm-hmm. so like in that preparation or in just being prepared mentally and like mentally yeah mentally how has this pandemic like affected you guys um, Javancia said, you know, it can be depressing. Mm-hmm. And I, I can attest to that. But, like, just from y'all's standpoint, how has it been on you guys mentally? Tiresome. Yeah. Hard. Very hard. Yeah. yeah. Sitting and looking at a computer screen all, all day long. Listen, I'm so tired of seeing a computer. I'm tired of Zoom. <laughs> Zoom. Oh, my goodness. Zoom go. Zoom can like I'd rather have an email send it to me in the email. I, at one point, I used to dread getting emails. Mm-hmm. I want no emails back, Zoom. like legit. If I get one more Zoom meeting, I'm gonna throw something. Listen, send mm-hmm. it in the email. Send it in the text message Please. at this point because yeah. send it in the voice recording. Listen, <laughs> okay. So I will say oh, since you are speaking of voice recording. <laughs> During this pandemic, voice recording has become my best friend. So, um, <laughs> me and like some of my friends, mm-hmm. we um, go back and forth through voice messages. Mm-hmm. So, like in case we don't want to just call each other uh-huh. or Facetime, mm-hmm. we'll send like a quick voice message, and it's like very <clears throat> well with one person. It's like really cute because it's just like, oh, you thinking about me type deal. But that's neither here nor there. Too late. But, um, <laughs> You know how that goes. But yeah, it's it's I don't know, somebody go. <laughs> <laughs> it's what exactly, yeah. I just, like, it's, I, just it's, I just wanna say hey because I'm thinking about you. I don't know, it's like I can't, I can't face that. As it pertains to, to <laughs> As it pertains to like I guess just like relationship wise and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's just like a new way to connect. Like instead of sending a text message Nah, send me a voice memo. Send me a voice message. <laughs> that let, is so cute. Let me hear your voice. Let, let me hear your voice. So, yeah, I like that. But anyway, back to the mental state of mind. It has been tiresome. It has been high. Do you want to say, how has it been for you? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like all the above. Um, right. All of the above. Going through, um, well, as y'all know, I end up quarantining. Mm-hmm. With the person that was my boyfriend, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and that potentially that whole quarantine basically broke us up. Mm-hmm. So, and don't miss it, but at the same time, um, dating during a pandemic is horrible. Mm-hmm. You can't really go out, you have to find different ways to spend time with somebody, True. and then now. Um, I think mainly like you really like pushing yourself out there mm. because really if you're not really considering getting on like a dating app or anything like that, 
it's harder for you to meet people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially like like we ain't going to church, so I ain't like you gonna get me babe playing on the drums that day. Not the drummer. <laughs> <laughs> or something like that. Like mm-hmm. you get so you get what I'm saying? Yeah. You see that or you gonna backtrack the people that you used to talk to before. Mm-hmm. Please don't backtrack. Don't backtrack, Lord. Keep moving. Or, or, <laughs> or basically like how everything is opened up now. It's kinda opened up, mm-hmm. but it's different. Yeah. Dating um dating during the pandemic is very hard. Yeah. <clears throat> I, I can't um get that. So like for some people here, we are dating. Some of us are not dating. Some of us are in, like, for them, they consider the best relationship ever. Did you oh. say situation? Situation? Wow, you oh might be in a situation. But, um, <clears throat> but like, as okay, for the ones that are like in a relationship, how has the pandemic? Affecting your relationship has it affected your relationship in any way? Is everything still good? Everything still kosher? Like, what? What's the deal? So, uh oh, I'm in a relationship, mama, and we had to quarantine together, and we had fun. Like, we got a chance to know each other even better. Um, we played games. We got a chance to clean up and clean out some stuff. Okay. Um, I had to take care of him because he ended up catching it. Mm-hmm. But um, just that one-on-one time for 14 days, I know I drove him crazy. <laughs> but in the end, it brought us so much closer together. Like, mm-hmm. so, so much closer together. So, my quarantine relationship was just fine. That's what's up, and it's still going strong. Come on, going okay, strong. You can see her face right now. Yeah, the, she the like proudness. smiling real hard. Y'all mm-hmm. hear how loud she was talking? Mm-hmm. Like she was very excited. Came about back it. with that last one. Yeah. But this is the best relationship I've been in. So that's good, and that's a blessing. I about my relationship. Yeah, right. This one right here, <laughs> right here, it's the relationship for me. Oh lord, baby. Relationship, the relationship. <laughs> that is funny, but I am glad that your relationship is going well. Y'all are going strong. Like we definitely live for the love. We live for the love. So, Javante, um, what you got going on? I already talked. We we didn't hit Doctor JD over here. I already talked about me. Um. Well, okay. So <laughs> before we get to the doctor, Doctor <laughs> JD. So you, um, Javante, you went through a breakup during the pandemic. I went through a breakup. My aunt died, and I got a whole new job. So I so, went through a lot within yeah. the whole. Within the three month time span, and everything. Well, not even a three month. It was literally two months. Yeah, mm-hmm. stuff did happen back to back. Yeah. So, like, how? Back to the main question. Mm-hmm. Like, even with dealing with all that, having to go through a breakup, having to lose a family member, and of course, you know, gaining a job out of this. Like, mm-hmm. how has this? really affected you like have you had the time to like really process everything or like what's the what's the deal no i'm still processing yeah and it's a it's a um 
it's an everyday ongoing situation. It's, it's not even for the fact of the relationship. I think the relationship, it ran its course. Mm-hmm. And I, it is what it is. Like, losing my auntie, I still feel every once in a while from time to time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though I wasn't, like, seriously close to her. Mm-hmm. But the memories... You know, yeah. She yeah. had she did a lot for me when I was younger. Yeah. Yeah. So it I mean, it's a lot dealing with that. Getting a new job. I got a job in the midst of like the day I had an interview the day after she died. Mm-hmm. So then I had to go to work. And they're like, You sure you wanna be here? I'm like, Yeah, I'd rather just work. Like Yeah. Just let me process. Cause I process and how the way I process stuff differently because it really doesn't hit me until the actual funeral mm-hmm. and then afterwards it's still kind of like it's still like a whole process yeah it is like just to but in like when you lose somebody like even like during a pandemic I know it can be hard because you're not able to really be around your family you're mm-hmm. not able to like really be there and you know as us as a culture mm-hmm. when somebody passed right we oh. at the house 24 yeah. 7 we don't yeah. know how to go home mm-hmm. so like it's definitely hard in a pandemic but um just to um talk about grief for a second um don't feel like you have to put a time limit on your grieving process and this is for anybody out there that's dealing with the loss of a loved one no matter how long it has been like I lost my father back in 2008 and it's still hard to this day so um, don't feel like you have to put a, a stopping point on your grieving because everybody grieves differently. Right. But just know that um, don't let it get you to a point to where it overtakes you or it um, mm-hmm. suffocates you. Like you have to learn how to process it mm-hmm. and know that, you know, you're going to have some days where you're going to cry. You're going to have some days where you're going to smile mm-hmm. thinking about the good memories and stuff. Right. And um, just thinking about the impact the impact and the legacy that mm-hmm. that loved one has left um, for you, your family or whoever. So don't feel like you have to grieve alone too. A lot of times we like to be in isolation mm-hmm. when stuff happens, whether if it's us breaking up with somebody, whether we losing somebody or whatever the case is, we like to be isolated. But in times like that, isolation is definitely not the key, especially because it can slip you into a state of depression, anxiety, and all that other stuff. And like, it is... It's a lot. It is. It's definitely a lot to like deal with. So, yeah. Don't isolate yourself, but find somebody. Talk to somebody. And also, my thing is to do not allow yourself time to actually heal especially from grieving from a relationship allow yourself time to heal because I messed up by jumping into two different situations that I probably should never got myself into mm-hmm. but I made the decision to get myself to in, into it in order for me for me to avoid what was going on mm-hmm. yeah and if I would have just actually learned how to just sit there and properly just heal myself and just stay to myself and be okay, 
you know, learn how to be okay with myself, then it might have been different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I didn't learn that until maybe a few months later. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that, I'm, I'm glad that you said that because sometimes, like, when we go through stuff, we tend to, like, we don't like to heal from it. Or we just go ahead and jump to the next thing or whatever. And, or, like, if it's not in a relationship, it can be, like, job-wise. We get so consumed in our workload that we just start doing everything. <laughs> like, everything. Oh, the trash you be taking out? Oh, the phone need to be answered? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to go outside and water the grass. <laughs> I'm going to change the cable line. Exactly. <laughs> and we become so busy doing nothing, trying to run away from our problems and and not handling tackling them face on mm-hmm. so yeah just make sure you know you take your time don't feel rushed because people will rush you like oh you haven't got over that yet no I have not <laughs> leave me alone leave me alone I am not, I have, right. I am not okay <laughs> I am not okay and that's another thing us realizing and voicing that we're not okay oh, yeah. at certain times because we can definitely put on the front like everything is all right. Mm-hmm. Just like the church people say, How you doing? Oh, I'm blessed and highly favored in the Lord, and oh, Shanana, whatever you want to say, and be hurting. Whole time. The whole time. But how many, how many people know it's okay not to be okay? It it's is. Fun. It's you going to work through it. Yeah, but you have to make the decision to work through it. Don't just don't just keep pushing it off and not deciding that you're gonna deal with the situation mm-hmm. or dealing how you feel about things because you're never gonna be at peace with yourself. You're always gonna be trying to figure out how am I gonna gonna make myself better. But my yeah. thing is, you get involved in too much stuff that could be. <laughs> Man, that could be something for the enemy to really take over you. That's just um, when you get so involved and stuff, that's just you creating burnout for yourself. Mm -hmm. That's an easy way to burn out. So Mm -hmm. you got to be careful. But then, too, look at it like this. You can invite people that don't need to be in your life when you're doing all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. You can get caught up in the wrong situation. Mm -hmm. You don't know. All right. You don't know until you actually face what the issue is. True. And facing your issue, some people don't want to deal with that. Some people thrive off of toxicity or they thrive uh, off of just being relevant. Mm. That's true. What y'all got to say about that? Because y'all thing. sitting up here nodding y'all head and looking back and forth at each other. Drop the mic the whole thing. <laughs> I am done with y'all. I wish that y'all could see their faces. Like <laughs> they are going in. But yeah, y'all got anything else to add? That because Nisha just said a mouthful. Uh-huh. I said a mouthful too. I'm off still full. Y'all full. <laughs> that is funny, y'all. With Doctor J D, how does it feel to be single? During the, during the pandemic Ooh, because are you actually trying to date or are you just content with just working on yourself I'm probably in the middle I would say um, if I see someone that I feel like pursuing I would try to pursue but at the moment I'm just focusing on the degree um, because as I tell people all the time when I talk about relationships is that I was in one while I was in college and I helped her get a degree but I still don't have mine mm-hmm. and so now my focus is making sure that I prepare myself 
for the future that I want to be with someone. Mm-hmm. And so then that I can be stable as well as they can be stable and we can grow together. So right now it's a bit of both. It's like, you know, if I see somebody we're pursuing, give it a shot. Why not? But the main focus is going to be the degree. That's what's okay. So, like, how much money? Whoa, what? <laughs> I'm over here about to start rapping. How long you got left? What? what, 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 what? <laughs> Rewind. Exactly. Give me some. Right. <laughs> so, how much longer do you have left? Oh, I'll be done by the end of the summer. I'll do it through the bachelor's and jumping straight into the master's. Come on, and then to the doctor. Oh Lord, you better come on, Fable. so you can be officially <laughs> doctor. Don't think the doctor, JD, JD, Doctor JD. What's your name, Doctor JD? Doctor JD. Yeah, move on. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah, I, I hope that you find you a sweet thing. A sweet. Well, well, y'all listening out there. Oh, Dr. J.D. What's his name? No. 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 His name is Dr. J.D. J.D. He's single. He's single, single. He's single. Listen. Is there a single single? We're, we're always looking to put in a plug, but uh, Dr. J.D. No, there's no plug. He got his head on right. Please pay right. no attention. <laughs> Please pay them no attention. Ladies, you ought to see him when he has a haircut. Uh-uh. Mm-hmm. Uh-oh. I'm cutting out the hair off. I'm just well. saying. Oh, look at that. I can't even think of a bald person to call myself. Dang it. I'm just saying. Not bald. I was going to cut it all off. You no, know, man, we always hype you up when you have your haircut. Like, I'm so looking like a wolf 24-7. No. no. When, you have, when you have your haircut. Just like um, for the last event that we all um, was gathered for, uh-huh. you had a haircut then. And we, we all was like, oh, look at your haircut. You got See, it's all about finding people that's gonna hype you up and be in your corner, and that's what we do twenty four seven with our craziness. We do it to the T. So, y'all, listen. I have really enjoyed talking with y'all and just going through this. Um, we talked a little bit about everything, everything in this podcast, in this episode. So, like, if you had any closing words to give. Our audience for today, what would you lead them with? Motivate them, encourage them, give them a positive word. Who want to go? Bah, bah, bah. I would say, mm-hmm. don't give up. That's the mm. word. Don't give up. Don't y'all. give up on anything. Don't give up. Don't do it once. Do it twice. Do it three times. But don't give up. <laughs> What Destiny Child said? You are a survivor. Yep. If at first you don't succeed, try, try again. Come on, somebody. You better come on. Come on, share a word. So, uh, <laughs> share a word with you. Um, just as a butterfly comes out of the cocoon, you can come out of your darkness. Mm. Come on, because once I was a caterpillar. <laughs> Nah, I'm a butterfly. What is wrong? Come on. You can come out of that dark place. That'll preach if you let it, but I'm not here to preach. Come on. Hold on. Come on, Dr. JD. Come back. Dr. JD, come on. Share with the people. Y'all need so much help. God. (laughs) Find find the thing that makes you smile and hold on to it. You better get that sweet thing. This This is not the time to allow good things to go, but it's definely a time to let toxic things go. Mm. But find but find that thing. Find, find that one thing 
I love music, and no matter the day, it always keeps me right. Yeah. It makes me very happy. So find that thing that's not to do with anyone else, but just you can do all by yourself, no matter where you're at. Find that one thing that makes you happy. That's, that's definitely a word. Find something that makes you happy. Well, kings and queens, like I always tell you guys, you are amazing. You are wonderful. Remember, you are loved. You have everything that you need in your willpower to do what it is that you need to do. Um, if I had to leave you guys with anything, it would be simply surround yourself with people that are positive, that will back you up, that will have your back in anything your rider dies. Find you some day ones that's going to be there. Like Corvette, Corvette. Hop in a jet like that. Like that, like that, like that, like that. Bump, 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 bump. Find you some riders. Find you some people that's going to ride for you to the end. But listen, I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode of Kicking It with Kay and my friends. Listen, we want to see you guys back again. So make sure you like and share this with a friend because somebody needs to hear this. Again, it's your girl Kayla, also known as your favorite life coach. And we out.